the Kayfabe Crunch is kept alert thanks to Kingston Coffee. Grown on the secret rainforests of outer Jupiter, Kingston Coffee Beans have a rich, fruity, noxious flavor palette. Our coffee gives you the energy you need to dismantle, clean, repair, build, and load your firearms so you can start your day right. The Kayfabe Crunch. Talk less, news more. Good news! This, no, no wait, hang on a second. This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. I'm Steve Scissor Kick. Coming up on today's show, we have all the latest from Raw. Plus, we use a certified clairvoyant dartboard, you heard me, to inform us what next year's WrestleMania main events will look like. But first... On this day. In grappling history, in 1997, Jim Cornette cut something called a shoot promo on Monday Night Raw about WCW. We watched this video and don't really understand half of the words he said, but we find it just a little ironic that a man who regularly accuses others of killing the business once decided to expose wrestling on national television like we've never seen before or since. At least the Young Bucks wrestle, you know? Just as a quick podcast announcement, all Crunch employees must now stop using Twitch and Cameo. We pay you all an extremely reasonable minimum wage. And quite frankly, you're all very fortunate to work at this prestigious wrestling news outlet. You're our voluntary low-paid servants, and we own you. So please, stop trying to have fun anywhere else. Thank you. And now, let's get on with the latest Leader News. Top story is completely thrown out of the window. We were going to talk about how Randy Orton sat in a chair at the top of the show as he described his actions from last week. You know, the classic slow Newsday stuff. But instead, late last night, Mustafa Ali revealed himself as the leader of RETRIBUTION, all caps. Although Orton did say this one thing that was pretty hilarious. He, he used the every action has an equal and opposite reaction excuse for his attacks but then described how he took pleasure in delivering the exact same pain to the legends. Equal and opposite. Exact same. Doesn't add up, does it? I guess the opposite of what the legends did to him at Clash of Champions would have been to gather them all up in an ambulance and, and throw them out before helping them onto the roof of the ambulance and finally tending to their wounds. Anyway, after a match with the Hurt Business, Retribution hit the ring and began their usual brand of bedlam. MVP asked Ali to join their side in a fight against a common enemy. Ali did, at first, before he stepped out of the ring, stood side by side with Retribution and ordered an attack on the pain conglomerate. 
Now, this is a shocking and extremely interesting reveal as no one knows how far back this allegiance goes. Does this start with the SmackDown hacker, for example? And if so, Retribution has been a slow-building threat for eight months in WWE. Although, with the reveal of Ali as their leader, I find myself being forced to reevaluate their perspective and motives. Every single one of them are talented WWE superstars who've been held down, ju just like Ali. They're railing against a billion-dollar soulless corporation that in recent months have proven they don't care about employees' individual employment, sorry, independent contractors' individual independent contractment, I think I got that right. They're anti-establishment, but pro-change as they have an agenda. And they're going up against the Hurt Business, who've targeted young superstars all summer. Also, the new law states that every action must have an equal and opposite reaction. And looking at the way the Hurt Business and Retribution carry themselves, this is an actual opposite. I think Retribution are the good guys. And now it's time for your fast count. The fiendish boyfriend on the talk show of news. MVP understands that NXT is the brand to be on in WWE. Doesn't matter if you get drafted to the red or the blue. If you get drafted to the black and gold, business is booming. Lana put through the announce table again when asked if this is planned punishment for Miro joining AEW. WWE responded, Who the hell is Miro? We're punishing her because Rusev left. Bray Wyatt sings a song about friends and friendship to Kevin Owens, which is like singing a song about proper workplace etiquette to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bianca Belair wins a trivia night to prove she's the smartest, and also reminds the rest of us how nice it would be to gather with three friends from three separate households. What a villain. Velveteen Dream dresses as Doc Brown at TakeOver 31. Dream admires the Doc, as he also gets close to high school kids without repercussions. Keith Lee and Braun Strowman face off in an exhibition match. Vince McMahon reportedly disappointed with the outcome, as he thought an exhibition meant these two slabs of prime cut beef would take their tops off. Disciple, Messiah, Messiah, Disciple. Let's call the whole thing off. Ember Moon and Tony Storm return to NXT. Moon said on WWE's The Bump that she may never return, and then she did. It's almost like all shows produced by WWE are a part of the narrative. Almost. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. She's just really into dreads, okay? Okay, a rather exciting segment for all of you now. As you know, we have several sources inside the WWE. And with us being around six months out from next year's WrestleMania, some people are starting to talk about what the main events could be. But thanks to one of our inside sources, we've been given access to a very high-tech piece of kit. I am, of course, talking about a clairvoyant dartboard, which you can see right here. 
Now, the rumors have been long-standing for many decades that Vince McMahon himself uses one of these dartboards whenever he can't be bothered to book matches. And I'm thrilled to have my hands on one today. I, w- I won't disclose the source who, who gave us this dartboard, but uh, his name rhymes with Ball Shaman. So, you know. So what's going to happen here is the dartboard is set up on a wall at the end of the studio. And JD, I, be- I believe the dartboard is miked, is it not? It isn't? Okay, do that now while I play for time. I have in my hand five regulation darts. The sort you'd find in a countryside pub, or perhaps in a prison being used as a makeshift shiv. Either way, there's nothing special about these darts. All of the magic, all of the ancient power is in the dartboard. I will read out the name of a main event wrestler and then throw the dart at the board. And within each segment is a picture of a wrestler and the psychic magnetic fields will emanate from the dartboard and yank the dart into position, which will then reveal one of the main events of WrestleMania 37. It's very exciting. JD, are we we set up? Excellent stuff. Okay. It's a real shame this isn't a video podcast. This is highly exciting. Okay, first up, let's find out who Drew McIntyre's opponent will be next April. Whether he's WWE champion or not, by then, we expect him to be in a high-profile marquee match. Okay, stepping up to the Oki. Where did that... Where's that landed? Ho ho ho! You cannot make this up. You really cannot make this up. The dart has landed on Jinder Mahal. We've been asking for this match for years, and... Finally, it's going to happen. Six months from now, we'll have the 3MB battle. I I suppose 2MB, but it's something. It's something. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal will be happening at WrestleMania 37. Okay, next up, the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Many experts expect him to hold on to the belt through to WrestleMania, and I happen to agree. In fact, I'm one of those experts. Okay, Stepping up to the plate. Wow, really? Really? I I didn't even know his face was there. Okay, Roman Reigns will be facing Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, he's coming out of retirement to face the Tribal Chief. You heard it here first. That's an exclusive. The clairvoyant dartboard never lies. Okay, he's out with an injury at the moment, but Edge is expected to return for WrestleMania. He's gone against Randy Orton, a man who he's faced in the past. Many people want to see him face a new superstar, a fresh face. So, hopefully, the darts will abide. Okay, stepping up to the mantle. Unbelievable, unbelievable. This, this hardly ever happens. Um... It's it's landed on a picture of Edge, but the darts never lie. So it's going to be Edge versus Edge at WrestleMania. We've seen Undertaker versus Undertaker. That's that's something that's happened before. This could go two ways. He he could be facing a version of himself, a uh, a past version of himself, a, a concept, the concept of Edge. He could have to sort of beat himself up and punch himself in the face. Just 
for 20 minutes. Imagine that. Just a man in the middle of the ring punching himself in the face. Sports entertainment. No matter how you look at this, it's definitely something of a double-edged sword. Now, we cannot forget the women's division, and I think you'll all agree that it's Asuka who's been at the very top of her game this year. So let's find out who Asuka's opponent will be at WrestleMania 37. Stepping up to the penalty spot now. What's that, JD? Well, it'd, it'd be a first. Um, Baron Corbin. Asuka will be facing Baron Corbin for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I, I don't know what to say. I suppose Baron Corbin has, has gotten involved with Becky Lynch and Nia Jax in the past. And I don't know about you, but I think Asuka will kick the living shit out of him. Okay, I have in my hand the final dart that will be thrown today to decide the fifth main event of WrestleMania next year. Because WrestleMania now has multiple main events. There's not just one main event. Now, this one's a little cheeky because he's only rumored to be returning for the event. But if he does return, this is who The Rock will face. Stepping up to the line in the sand. <laughs> Um, what, what do we do about this? I, okay. Um, yeah, just to let you know what's happened, the dart, um, sort of spun around midair and, and hit me in the forehead. Um, there's some minor bleeding, uh, just, it's just trickling down my nose now. Now, now onto, onto, onto my upper lip. Okay, I can I can taste my own blood. Yeah, the the dartboard never lies. Um I I don't want to face the rock. I I don't want to do it. I I I won't do it. Um you know, now that I think about it, this might be one of those faulty clairvoyance dartboards you hear about. I I think Paul Heyman uh, not Paul Heyman gave me a a bad dartboard. Um no, I won't. I won't do it. Um, he, he'd kill me. He'd he'd actually kill me. Did you see his muscles when he endorsed Joe Biden? His the muscles bursting out of his shirt. I can't. I'm a twink of a man. I can't. I can't do. I ah. Uh, I really. I really hope these matches aren't right. None of these matches are happening. It was a. It was a bad dartboard. Let's move on. This never happened. I better get a gym membership just in case. <laughs> Join us Saturday when we'll ask, so, like, will their children be half-human, half-fiend? And remember, you can support this podcast by following us on Twitter, at KFabeCrunch. I'm not bothered. I quite frankly hate Twitter. My boss just told me to say that. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch, your not-quite-daily, not-quite-news bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is kept alert thanks to Kingston Coffee. Rated 5 out of 5 beans by coffeelovers.biz and 2 out of 5 beans by less reputable caffeine journalists. Kingston Coffee comes in 6 different roasts. Light, medium, dark, really dark, endless void, and what awaits you after your inevitable death. 
The Cave Babe Crunch.